Good morning and welcome to Devotions for Worship. It is March 28th and uh, we begin this day by remembering our baptism. Uh, Ephesians 5, 25 through 27 says that Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. And so we make the sign of the cross and we say the name in which we were baptized, the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We pray. Lord Jesus, on Saturday morning, you rested in the tomb. The painful work of our redemption was completed on the cross and you awaited your glorious resurrection on Sunday morning. Please bless us with refreshment today. Give us peace, such as the world cannot give, but is only available through faith in you. Let the events of the day give you glory, and do not let the tasks of today or the troubles of today distract us from anticipating the joy of gathering around your word tomorrow, even though that will be online rather than in your house. And we pray that you would restore the days when we can go to your house and rejoice together in in the fellowship of the altar. And we ask, Lord, that you would let your spirit rest upon us so that today we may walk in a manner worthy of the gospel. Amen. We confess our Christian faith using the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our scripture reading today is Mark chapter 11. Now when Jesus and his disciples drew near to Jerusalem, to Bethphage and Bethany, at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately, as you enter it, you will find a colt tied, on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it. If anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? Say, The Lord has need of it, and will send it back here immediately. And they went and found the colt tied at a door outside in the street, and they untied it. And some of those standing there said to them, What are you doing untying the colt? And they told them what Jesus had said, and they let them go. And they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks on it, and he sat on it. And many spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches that they had cut from the fields. And those who went before and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest. And he entered Jerusalem and went into the temple. And when he had looked around at everything, as it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. On the following day, 
when they came from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf, he went to see if he could find anything on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves on it, for it was not the season for figs. And he said to it, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard it. And they came to Jerusalem. And he entered the temple and began to drive out those who sold there and those who bought in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold pigeons. And he would not allow anyone to carry anything through the temple. And he was teaching them and saying to them, Is it not written, My house shall be called the house of prayer for all nations? But you are making it a den of robbers. And the chief priests and the scribes heard it, and they were seeking a way to destroy him. For they feared him, because all the crowd was astonished at his teaching. And when evening came, they went out of the city. As they passed by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered away to its roots. And Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. And Jesus answered them, Have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And whenever you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against anyone, so that your Father also, who is in heaven, may forgive your trespasses. And they came again to Jerusalem. And as he was walking in the temple, the chief priests and the scribes and the elders came to him. And they said to him, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority to do them? Jesus said to them, I will ask you one question. Answer me, and I will tell you by what authority I do these things. Was the baptism of John from heaven or from man? Answer me. And they discussed it with one another, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, Why did you not believe him? But shall we say from man? They were afraid of the people, for they all held that John really was a prophet. And they answered Jesus, We do not know. And Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. This is the gospel of the Lord. As I look at this, uh, a couple of things that, that jump out at me. Uh, first of all, the, the triumphal entry is this, this beautiful account of Jesus coming into Jerusalem like a king, but very humbly. Um, there is a tradition that kings would enter into cities on, on donkeys when they came into peace. And, uh, and so there is a, an element that, that says in this that, that Jesus comes in peace uh, as the king of, of the city. Um, the, uh, the cursing of the fig tree, I think, is one of those, uh, those sections that is kind of bothersome uh, that, uh, that people have difficulty with. And I think we tend to focus on the, the whole, the mountain being taken up and thrown into the sea, you know, and sometimes we get wrapped up in the, the, this image of power. But I think that because this is set in kind of a contrast with uh, prayer and asking for forgiveness, that, uh, that there is an element here that teaches us that, 
you know, throwing a mountain into the sea isn't that big of a deal. But gaining our forgiveness, that's something that is truly amazing. And uh, to have our forgiveness, have our sins forgiven by our Father who is in heaven is truly uh, an act of power. We also have the, uh, the, the cleansing of the temple, and we're reminded that God welcomes all people to come to him in prayer. And as I, I look at the, the, the whole thing here, I think we're, we're really taught to be thankful uh, for, for God's work in our lives, because without that work and without his presence, uh, we would wither like that fig tree. And, uh, and I think this gives us cause to be thankful for, for God's patience with us and his salvation and lead us to confess our sins, to receive that forgiveness that he has promised and to pray that we would be people who walk by faith and who learn to forgive others. Let's pray. Uh, and as we pray, we'll pray for the church. I ask that you would pray for me, uh, pray for our staff, uh, and that we would pray for the needs of our fellow church members. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have called us to be your people and that you have made us the church, the body of Christ. And within that church, you, you've raised up leaders. And uh, we thank you, Lord, for our pastors, for our directors of Christian education, our teachers, our, our Sunday school teachers and Bible school teachers, and our church councils and, and our church secretaries and all of these people who, who serve in various ways to help the church to, to run smoothly. All of it in faith and all of it in service to you and in the power of your Holy Spirit. And we pray, Lord, that especially during these difficult times, that your spirit would be upon uh, pastors and, and, and all who are working through your church to, to bring forgiveness and life and hope and comfort to people as they go through uh, fear and trial and maybe illness too. And we pray for our fellow church members that as they come to uh, hear your word, probably on uh, some kind of a YouTube or um, Facebook Live, we pray that the technology would all work smoothly and that they would hear your word, that we would hear your word, and that we would be strengthened in our faith. And we lift before you parents and children, the youth, the elderly, the ill, the dying. And we ask that you would meet them each in their, their different places of, of life and that you would strengthen their faith and build their trust in you. We pray these things in Jesus' name and, and pray as he teaches us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We go with God's blessing. Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen.
God bless your day, and God willing, we'll be back this evening with a with another devotion.